Super yes, Bowl. America. The Patriots are in the Super Bowl Again. for a record ninth time. Going for five. Phil, who you got? I'm going to say the Patriots win by ten. Oh, just, just give us a difference. What do you think? All right, ten for Phil. What 10. do you say, Alex? I'm going to say Patriots win by ten. They don't think they win by ten. I think they win by a touchdown. It's going to be something. The high-powered Atlanta offense versus the Belichick defense, Brady versus a young defense, Lady Gaga performing. I mean, throw that in the mix. <laughs> you know, she's coming down from the roof, I heard. Yeah. Is she? Yeah, Owen Hart style. Oof. <laughs> hey, what's what's happened, bro? Hey, Freeman just called a touchdown. Freeman just called a touchdown. Hey, what's happening? Hey, 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 what's happening? Hey, bro, hey, it's 21-0. It's 21-0 already. It's 21-0 already. Hey, what is it? It's Little Bunny. It's Little Bunny. 21-0. Man, I'm so, I'm so, I'm so, I'm so honored to be from Georgia, Atlanta, Atlanta, you know what I'm saying? They can't get the two. No way they can't. They can't get the two. Wow, what a Super Bowl. First overtime in Super Bowl history, and the Patriots now have the ball. Hey, y'all gotta get out of my house. There it is. Uh, yes! 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 A lot of people started celebrating before it was over, and they learned it's not over until it's over. We have been battling for the Super Bowl for so long. I feel pain right now. That's unbelievable. We gotta. The only thing we gotta believe, we gotta come back with the next five years. We gotta come back, finish the job. A little, little bit hurting. Hurting a lot because I'm a huge Falcons fan. They just didn't deserve no. it. No, no, it's been pretty rough. And now to the scene late last night at an Atlanta store where employees had to remove the Falcons' victory shirts from the mannequins. Yeah, and all those championship hats. Mm. Had to be removed from store shelves. Boxes and boxes of merchandise now have to go back. It will not be sold this morning. Ha 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 ha. Welcome back to the Phil and Alex show. This is your host, Phil, and I'm joined with my brother, Alex. Alex, how are you? Doing good, doing good. And uh, we also have our third man in back from vacation. His name is Josh. Josh, how are you? Well, I picked the wrong episode to come back to. <laughs> <Vacation>. <laughs> yeah, Josh, what have you been up to since you last been on? Uh, a whole lot of nothing. Um, yeah. But... Uh, I know you guys are pretty pumped about those uh, damn Patriots winning yet again. Yeah, um, I don't hey, even know. No, not at all. We don't care about that. <laughs> this is just this just goes to like further my uh, my disdain and hate for football. Is you know now I just got to see the same team win again. I know you guys are happy, but no, I honestly I don't really give a shit either way. But it's good to be back. <laughs> no, it was yeah, man, absolutely. What a crazy game! What an absolutely crazy game! I don't even know what to say about it. It's, it was a great performance by the greatest team ever, by the greatest quarterback <laughs> ever, coached by the greatest coach ever. Greatest so. team like in sports? No, ever? Not, no, hold no, on, no, hold no. Hold on, hold on. What can I? I, 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 I uh oh. 
I don't really think it was the greatest. I, every, I hear people saying, oh, that was the greatest Super Bowl game ever. I watched the game. I don't think it was the greatest Super Bowl game because that game sucked until the fourth quarter. Yeah, like but if, I mean... If you're going, if you're going whole game... If you're going whole game, you can't say that was the greatest game. You can say it was the greatest end to a game. Alex, your greatest, thoughts? Greatest game in Phil's life, for sure. Oh, yeah. I think. Yeah. But game as a whole? Were you in that clip, Phil, in the beginning? Which you clip? There twice, I think. In the beginning. You in were the... in that clip, and you were yelling? Yeah. I thought I heard you. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like a little, yep. A little child. That, that was I me. I tell you what, every time you win, it just gets sweeter. I don't know. <laughs> Well, you know what? It, it, it shuts people up that keep on yapping about, you know, oh, the Patriots are cheaters, this, that, and the other thing. And every time we win one after they're that... Never gonna, just... They're never going to stop No, you know what? That. But you know what? I've tried. Dude, I've tried. I've lived in it every day. Tom Brady's still the not great, greatest quarterback in the world. Do they ever find his jersey? of all time. <laughs> I've heard it all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Hey, do they find his jersey? Not that I know of. <laughs> Why is that a story? I know, I, I know, can't believe that, that they, they still don't know what it is. I, but I don't know, the way Robert Kraft was talking early in the week, he said that he might have found it, or whatever. I just but, don't understand yeah. why it's like a I story. Think there was, I think there was, you know, Tom Brady's into this whole uh, diet and fitness and TB12 products. I think he's got some illegal substances on his jersey, <laughs> and uh, they got rid of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. His okay. jersey is lined with avocado <laughs> ice cream. <laughs> That's how he came back from 25 points down to win hey the man, Super Bowl. Like, I don't know what to say to her. I can't believe we won five Super Bowls. I'm just going to leave it at that. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. But anyway, guys, we have a very special episode this week. This is episode 48, and we have a very special guest. His name's Tony Merkel. He has two special, amazing podcasts. One's called The Confessionals, which is a paranormal podcast, and he also has The Stands which is, a, I believe, a 76ers sports uh, podcast. I don't know if he talks about other sports on that, but let's ask him. This is uh, Tony Merkel, the confessionals of, of a VAFCC college student from the stands. Tony, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you? Good, man. Good, good. So um, why don't you tell us a little bit about your podcast? All right, yeah. I mean, I guess I'll start with the confessionals. Uh, what happened was, all right, so I'm really, really into Bigfoot, okay? Uh, I know Bigfoot kind of took pop Ooh. culture maybe like By five, storm. six, seven years ago. Yeah, yeah. And, theorist, so I like it. And, you know, I was always into that kind of thing when I was a kid, but then when you get older, girls get in the picture, basketball got into the picture, yeah. and I forgot about that stuff. Well, a few years ago, I started really looking into things, and I started joining these Facebook groups that, you know, these people are all about Bigfoot and looking for Bigfoot. And so I decided I was going to start my own group called Pennsylvania Sasquatch Research, and I started that group and I thought maybe I could get like 50 people involved in it so that I could kind of learn about the topic localized in the state of Pennsylvania. Well, that group grew really fast and now it's almost at a thousand members. And last year I was on vacation and instead of watching paint dry on the wall, I figured I'd do something productive and I started a YouTube channel. And so I started sharing some of my thoughts about the topic and stuff on there and people really started taking to it. And one of the, the uh, segments I had on there was called The Confessionals. And see, I have people that come to me and tell me they saw Bigfoot. And I've never seen Bigfoot, but I have a lot of people that say that to me. So what I decided to start doing was talking to these people, recording the conversation on my phone, putting intro music, outro music, and then putting it up on YouTube. And so that's what I started doing. And a few of those videos got like five, 6,000 views on it. 
and you know from all over the world and um there's somebody out in washington state his name is wes germer he has a podcast called sasquatch chronicles and one night i backed my truck in at work and i was getting ready to be done and my uh facebook phone rings you know how like facebook can call somebody on the phone well it rings and it's wes germer i answer the phone and he basically tells me that he saw the confessionals on youtube he really liked it he thought if i put more effort into it i could turn it into a podcast and so that's what i started doing and now the confessionals is a full-blown podcast where i don't just talk about bigfoot stuff i actually talk about anything out of the ordinary you're talking ufos aliens bigfoot um we i just did a show last week on the nephilim that's like straight out of the bible you know you got like these giants that are in the bible that nobody wants to talk about you know and so i kind of went into that and i had actually i had a biblical professor come over to my house and record in studio talking about like this deep stuff i'm talking like he was talking about transhumanism and all that stuff and so it was a pretty cool uh show to have on uh but yeah so that's the confessionals you know i'm just interviewing people and their experiences and uh, people really seem to like it and the other show uh from the stands now from the stands is it kind of just came about where i was thinking in my truck i was like okay i'm starting the confessionals as a podcast why not do another show? So what else can I talk about? You know, and that's when I thought, okay, Philadelphia 76ers, because I'm a huge NBA fan and you know, I'm a Homer, the Sixers. <laughs> and so I, I called a buddy of mine up and I said, listen, I'm going to be doing the Sixers podcast. I'm not going to bring a co-host on unless you want to do it. I told him if you don't want to do it, I'm just going to do it solo because you know, I'm kind of a, a quirky individual and it takes a little bit to get along with me, especially when I'm trying to do something like this. And I knew him and I could get along real well. Well, he hopped on board and, you know, things have been going good with that, too. I mean, uh, the Sixers sideline reporter, Molly Sullivan, she uh, tweeted us out a couple of times. So she really liked our show. And, you know, so people are, you know, recognizing it and it's fun. So, yeah, those are the two shows. That's awesome, right. man. Yeah, yeah. I, I recently I a, just... I have a few oh, go questions ahead, here. Go ahead, go ahead. I have a few questions. First of all, in your experience from these stories that you've heard, do you, at this moment, believe that Bigfoot could exist? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Um just one? You, is it multiple? Is it no, a is it a whole it's, species? It's many. It's many. It's a okay. it's a whole species. Um, all right. So, you know, that there's different theories and philosophies as to you know what Bigfoot is. You know, how does it operate and all that stuff. And a lot of people think that you know that, that don't know about the topic that they think okay, there's that one video in, in 1967, the uh, Patterson Gimlin film that everybody sees that right. the Bigfoot walking. And they think, okay, there's one Bigfoot out in California somewhere. Uh, no, I think it's a race. It's, I mean, not a race, a species of undiscovered primates in North America, but also throughout the entire world. Like when you hear the Yeti, uh, Australia has the Yowie, Ohio calls it the grass man. In Florida, they call it the skunk ape. Like it's all the same thing, though. It, it's, it's this, this um, primate that is going undiscovered relatively. Now, there's people out there saying they see these things. And for me, the reason why I basically believe in this topic it boils down to this there are thousands upon thousands of reports out there of people saying they saw these things i'm not talking about aliens and ufos just bigfoot people say they see these things and out of all those thousands upon thousands of reports i can't imagine every single person is either lying or misidentifying a bear and for me all it takes is for one person to be telling the truth for the species to actually exist and that's why I believe in Bigfoot. Uh, I've never seen a Bigfoot. I do. I go out hunting for Bigfoot. I go out there. I go up on the mountains. I'll, I'll hike like 
a mile or two on a trail and then I'll cut off for like a mile or two off trail and I'll go out there. And um, so I'm, I'm out there doing it and stuff. But, you know, I've never seen one. But my reason for believing is because of that. That's fascinating. What do you think, Phil? You think there's uh, some validity there? Um, I, I think it's always a possibility when you're talking about nature. Um, just look at, you know, there's, there's many things that we thought that didn't exist that actually do exist now. Like, you know, they didn't know that giant squid was a real thing till sometime in the 90s when it washed up, a dead one washed up um, on the fishing trolley. And, you know, it's like, so there's always a possibility of things existing that you just don't see all the time or maybe they're rarer there's not as many of them so that's why you don't you know i mean it's, it's like when i think about that kind of thing in nature and animals it's like i i hardly ever see any raccoons or possums or or um you know just like general animals that are in your area but once in a while you do and that you know so it doesn't mean that you don't see them they're not there because they are there you know we have a groundhog but i don't see him all the time doesn't mean he's not right. he's like dead you know he's just you know, animals are pretty good at evading humans. So, I've, hey, I've, I've got a, uh, I've got a few questions too, and I'll, Ooh, I'll just pose it. them. I'll pose them all to you, and then I'll let you just answer as however you want to answer. Um, so, first of all, you know, on the topic of Bigfoot and stuff, did, uh, did your passion come from being a kid and watching uh, Harry the Henderson? That's, that's oh first, yeah, I, I would say first, yes. <laughs> that's my first question. But then um, there's a. Uh, there's actually a because I, I live in Michigan and there's a big group in the upper peninsula that has UP. some sort of you know Sasquatch Bigfoot hunt or whatever yeah. and they've reportedly seen them in Michigan as well especially in the upper peninsula um, so I wasn't sure if you'd heard about that but then the other thing is I, I guess I'm not saying that I don't believe or anything like that like it, you know it could be but in today's day and age with everybody having a camera on them at all times like what would be the reason that such a a big creature would be so hard to you know because everybody records everything you know people record the dumbest things so how come we haven't seen like a, a clear cut uh, are they just that elusive yeah um yeah. if all right so intelligent remind species me, remind mm-hmm. me of your questions if i forget okay because okay. One thing with me is I have a bad memory. I, I write everything down. Uh, but all right, going back to my initial reason for being involved in the topic and enjoying it, I think you're probably right because I remember when I was a kid, I used to obsess Love that movie. over that movie. Love that movie. It. Great and, movie. And my, fav- my favorite part about that movie was the very end when they symbolically release him back into the wild and then yeah. all of a sudden, if you remember, yeah. his family was standing right there next to trees and you never even saw it. You know? And... So I, I was like, wow, they were standing right there and you couldn't even tell, you know, and you're a little kid and you think that's almost real, you know. But um, even in that movie, they, they suggest that Bigfoot lives in clans, you know, by, by that scene at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, now, my, my interest in Bigfoot wasn't, when I was a kid, it wasn't just Bigfoot. Like, I remember talking to my friends, like, we were going to go and hunt the Loch Ness Monster, like straight up. Like, we were going to go prove to the world that thing existed. And so there was a lot of different things like werewolves and things like that. We just talked about this stuff. Like we, all right, I grew up in rural Pennsylvania and we were a bunch of poor kids living in a trailer park surrounded by cornfields. So we just fantasized about these things and we would get in trouble and we'd you know, say we're going to go hunt some, some werewolves in the woods and all that stuff. Um, so I guess that my, my, my whole interest in the topic is just from a child on. And like I said, I mean, 
as I got older and stuff, I mean, girls really took, you know, my mind off that stuff. <laughs> and sports, you know, I, I was obsessed about playing basketball and things like that. But, um, you know, my interest in the topic obviously has resurfaced as an adult. Uh, now, you said something about Michigan, and I can't remember the actual name of the organization. I See, I, I, I talk to these different organizations all over the country, and I know what organization you're talking about with the Upper Peninsula. And yes, there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of stuff that goes on up on the Upper Peninsula. Uh -oh. See, like I'm talking like, are you on the Upper Peninsula? No, no, I'm no, in he's, lower. He's I'm, in Detroit. I'm right at, yeah, I'm right outside of Detroit. Okay. He sees a different kind of Bigfoot out there. <laughs> <laughs> I've been, I mean, I've been up to the Upper Peninsula quite a few times, and I wouldn't put it past the possibility of it being there because it's so just vast. Oh, absolutely, wide open. yeah. So spaces. Yeah. Now, I don't know a whole lot about this topic. But there's a lot of people, I believe it's the Upper Peninsula, talk about uh, the Skinwalker. Okay? I've heard and, that. I've heard that. Like Skinwalker yeah, Ranch? I, is that the same thing? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay, I've heard this, and, yeah. And so I would encourage you guys, you to look into that and stuff and just check out the whole Skinwalker thing and stuff. There, the Upper Peninsula has some freaky stuff going on up there. But yeah, I mean, there's a guy, uh, his name's Randy, I believe, Katura, And uh, he runs a Michigan organization. And uh, he actually travels all over the country doing these researches. I, I, I don't know how he does it, but he does it. And uh, he's a pretty cool guy. I met him last year. I'll be seeing him again this year at the Ohio Bigfoot Conference, which my group, Pennsylvania Sasquatch Research, is sponsoring. So, yeah, we sponsored it last year. We're sponsoring it again this year, and it's fun. But um, uh, you said, oh, the video. Why, have, why don't we have video, right? Well, that's... That's a loaded question because there's so many different theories about it. But if you go online, you'll find video. It's just people say it's fake, you know? Sure. And so it's up. It's left up to the person who is viewing the video to, to determine if it's real or not. Now, there's two videos out there that I think hold the most. Now, I believe that there's more than two videos out there that are real. But there's two out there that I think hold the most weight because the time period that they were filmed in. The first one is the one I mentioned before, the Paris and Gimlin film. That was in yep. 1967. And that was, that was filmed in an environment where it's either real or it's not. And in those days, the Disney company was the best, and they probably still are, but they were the best at making costumes. Like they, they, they were the top notch. And they were on record with saying that what they see in that video, if that's a costume, it's a better costume than they could even imagine making. Like, it was the, like to them, it was that was some high quality costume making if it was a costume, and so I mean to hear them say that at that time for me gives it some validity. Plus, I mean I've met Bob Gimlin, I've talked to the guy, and uh, you know he spoke at the conference last year when I was there, and so to hear the guy who who was there now he wasn't the one that filmed it, he was the one uh, riding alongside the guy. The guy who was filming it jumped off his horse, Roger Patterson. Patterson and ran up and started filming and Bob was on the other horse and he kind of pulled his gun out to you know make sure that everything was good but I guess that ho the whole thing happened real fast but anyways he was very sincere talking to him and stuff he said listen you know forever however this year is 50 years 50 years since that thing was filmed and for the last 50 years his life has been scrutinized by this stuff sure. and he, he said you know if I if I if it was fake he would have bowed out a long time ago because it's not worth it, you know? You got to think it's not just him, it's his family too that went through it all. Yeah, well, absolutely. Um, but there's another guy, uh, 
Now, I, I can't remember the date that it was filmed. I want to say that 92, 1992. Uh, it's called the, the Freeman footage. His name is Paul Freeman. He's, he passed in 2003, and he has a footage uh, in Washington State of a Bigfoot walking across the camera uh, in front of a tree. It was like a big pine tree. And judging by the size of the tree and the Bigfoot, this thing looks like a pretty sizable creature, okay? And I believe that those two films are the real deal. And, the, and one of my biggest things is because they didn't have the technology like we have today to, for CGI. Like, in order to fake something like that, you actually have to have somebody out there in a costume walking across. And the cool thing with um, Paul Freeman is that he got a lot of he got a lot of evidence. And I actually have one of his casts, the, a, a cast that he uh, he he made. It's called the Dermal Ridge cast because the cast that he that, that when he casted it, it actually had dermal ridges on the toes. Uh, now, I wasn't sure when I started looking into this whole thing, what dermal ridges were. But they're just fingerprints like they're the fingerprints on your hand only for your toes. And so this this cast actually has that special marking that everybody has that makes them unique on the cast. And that cast was uh, looked at by, you know, different scientists and stuff. Um, and they're like, you can't fake that. Like that's that's unfakeable. And so that's a pretty cool piece of evidence. And I also actually have hair samples uh, from Washington State, uh, Paul Freeman's collection and stuff, which is pretty cool. But uh, no, I think those two films are very interesting because the time that they were filmed in, it's hard to fake. Uh, now, there's other videos that have surp surfaced a lot. In fact, the more time that goes on, the more videos we have. But also, they come in a lot more scrutiny because everybody is a judge, everybody has their own opinion, and everybody can do what is in that video. Like the CGI is incredible. All it takes is for some kid that's a senior in high school aspiring to become some kind of videographer that knows a little bit about this stuff to, you know, create um, something like that. So yeah, yeah. Uh, nowadays the footage is a little harder to prove. There's a um, there's a video that I, b I believe it's real and you could always YouTube it sometime. Uh, it's called all you got to do is Google Pennsylvania White Bigfoot. Now, the legend, there's a legend that Bigfoot, that people see white Bigfoot, okay? And it's real popular, like it was in Ohio and, and PA, and even down in Alabama. I've gotten people emailing me about an Alabama Bigfoot. But this video, it shows a, just, it's real quick, but from maybe like the mid chest to the top of the head, up close of this white Bigfoot at night as the video kind of panned and it just took off as the light hit it. I like that video. Now, it comes underneath a lot of scrutiny. People say it could be a hood, it could be a mask. For me, when I when I slowed that video down and I zoomed in on it and everything, for me, I look at the lips and I really feel like I see the lips move when the light hits it, like almost like it pinches its lips, like, oh, dang, I was caught or something. Um, I, I, I'm, I know I'm talking a lot about this, but uh, I think the species itself, if it's real, okay, now I believe it's real. There's other people out there that say they know it's real because they saw it. I never saw it, so I say I believe it's real. Um, but there's, there's, um, well, see, now I forget what I was going to say. So <laughs> I'm sure it'll come back to me. I see, I told you I have a bad memory. I just forget. <laughs> no, that's but, uh, okay. Yeah. yeah. No, oh, that's you, interesting, no, we, though. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Then that's a really good uh, insight for sure. And so, yeah. yeah and 
like I like I said, you know, I wasn't I wasn't discounting it at all because I mean I'm I'm a huge huge believer in aliens and and I never seen a <laughs> video that I can say 100% this is well you know for sure fact but because I believe like you know so, so I'm not I wasn't scrutinizing or, or not sure. holding validity to it I was just kind of curious your take on it. No, listen, I, I did, you weren't scrutinizing. Trust me, I know scrutiny. I, I, I have a YouTube video. I have a YouTube channel with videos on it, and the the comments I get in those videos, though, that's scrutiny. Okay, <laughs> actually, you know what? That's what I was gonna say. I remember now, because all right, I made a video talking about the intelligence of Sasquatch. If Sasquatch is real, it has to be an incredibly intelligent species to remain hidden all this time. Now, I relate it to the idea that it's a um, it's instinctual intelligence. It's something that is naturally intelligent to a certain level where, all right, so we have technology, like we, somebody knows how to make a computer. And you know that person we would think is really smart. But that same person probably couldn't walk quietly cr- across 100 yards of the forest. And I think that's the difference here where I think Sasquatch is an, has an instinctual intelligence of how to remain seclusive. I think that they're naturally a seclusive creature where whether they're whether human beings are in the forest around them or not, I think they remain seclusive just naturally. It's just, it's just in their makeup to be a seclusive creature, and they maneuver all the time seclusively, whether there's people there or not. And um, you know, I've I've heard of people coming across these things uh, and surprising it, like the, it didn't know that they were there, and they didn't obviously know it was there, and. Um, I've heard of it just, you know, being standoffish and just turning around, walking away, kind of thing. But I've also heard of people saying it was like a violent encounter, like it was pissed and it like escorted them out of the woods. Um, there's there's a lot of stories I could tell you uh, that just will rock you. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's... people people talk about you know having to defend themselves against these things. So wow. that's interesting. Yeah. What would happen if they ever uh, caught one? Well, I think they have caught one. I just that now we're going into government conspiracy thing. Okay, okay. Well, you know, I and I and I I talk about this stuff. So I mean, you tell me when to shut up. It's your show. But uh, <laughs> I mean, I um, there's people that claim they've they've uh, they've shot it, and it disappears. The body dis- disappears. There's people that claim that they've have great video, and the video disappears. There's also people who say, you know, they they start telling their encounter. Here's the main thing. People will hear or uh, see one, and they'll run. They'll go to the news. Say they start going to the news source. All of a sudden, when it starts becoming public, people say this. This is really interesting. I find at least, it's a common. It's a common story that a lot of people say, that once they went public with their encounter, two government officials show up at their house, and it's a common description that one guy is dressed real professional, almost like in a suit and clean looking. And there's and the other guy is more like scruffy in jeans and a, in a, in a you know coat and kind of like the, the good cop bad cop routine. But I hear this a lot where people say I went public, they come talk to me and say you didn't see what you say you saw, keep your mouth shut, and basically threaten them if you know bad things could happen to them if they don't if they don't keep their mouth shut. Um, I've heard that scenario a lot, and it's always like the same routine, same thing. And so I mean. You know, I don't know. Like it just falls. I wonder into the, uh, what the benefit of uh, keeping something like that a secret would be. Maybe it ties well, into the aliens. Maybe it's all a whole one big alien race. Well, Alex, you, you bring up a good point. I I think there's different theories that kind of go into that, and there that's definitely a possibility that 
that it is somehow tied together and that maybe maybe if the government is covering it up, maybe they don't fully understand some of these things like aliens and UFOs. And because they don't fully understand it, how can they come forward and tell the, the, the general public that these things are real, but don't ask us questions because we don't know. Like that would just create paranoia. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So, I mean, but yeah, I mean, I think they cover it up for different things. I mean, all right, for the idea of Bigfoot. All right, just think of it this way. Imagine they come out tomorrow and say, yeah, Bigfoot's real. It's real. It's out there. You're, not gonna, you're probably never going to see one because they're very seclusive and they remain secluded. But we're just letting you know they're real. I think there would be a lot of poaching that goes on then where people are going into the woods, specifically hunting Bigfoot. Now, here's the thing. Like you're, what's, what's the odds of actually going and getting a Bigfoot? That's not the point. The point is there's going to be guys going into the woods year round looking for these things. And what happens if they see me, the hiker, wearing all brown, walking through the woods off trail and they start shooting me? Because they, they just shoot first, think later. Because they like, oh, a Bigfoot, you know? I think that that's a possibility where the poaching aspect comes in play. But also, imagine this. Imagine Bigfoot does start dropping because there's more people out there looking for it. And they, 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 they bring in a body in, two bodies, three bodies. Well, if these things are as, intelli- as intelligent as I think they could possibly be, what if they start seeing humans coming into the woods and, with the intent to kill them and they start being proactive and taking us out before we take them out. That's a, I mean, I'm just saying, like, if the government knows about these creatures and the government says, yeah, these things are real and they're very intelligent, well, what if they are that intelligent? And what if they recognize that humans are now an enemy and they start seeking us out before we get to them? I don't know. That's just an idea that I actually <laughs> I, I throw out there. Whole cities, videos. you never know. Yeah. Well, they like Planet of the yeah. Apes. Yeah. I, I, that's, <laughs> You know, it's funny you said that because the, the video, the, the theory I just threw out there, um, it w- is in one of my videos, and I said I'm not trying to get on the planet of the apes thing, you know, because that's what it sounds like. Yeah, I, I'm yeah. not, I'm, I'm not saying they're going to come and you know rule the world and stuff. I just think that um, we're dealing with a, a species that we may not totally understand, and uh, it could, you know, be a little dangerous if you start seeking them out like that. Yeah, it's definitely a fascinating uh, subject. It would be weird if there was a little secret society of them just kind of hanging out. What if they're going through the same problems, elections? <laughs> <laughs> what if there's like uh, what to do with the poor Sasquatches? Yeah, Sasquatches. Could we ever have a Sasquatches president? What about team? what about a female Sasquatches president? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, you know, you never know. Almost had one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, anyway, guys, I think it's time for a commercial break. Uh, when we come back, we're going to be talking to Tony some more, maybe reminisce about the college days. And actually, I just came, I had a great idea. Maybe we'll open the phone lines up and we'll uh, maybe people are interested in the Bigfoot topic or some, you know, have some questions for Tony about basketball or, or paranormal stuff. Uh, so when we come back, we'll be do- doing all that and more on the Phil and Alex show. <laughs> to the cabaret check out our new wet hot splash room covered in tarps you ready to get wet come in bareback and you'll leave with come on your back wink we got a new themed roller coaster ride right in the back check out that corkscrew come on the new flume ride the lazy lizard are you ready to get wet <laughs> the ribs are sizzling and so are our dancers <laughs> 
feeling gorged, take a trip in the flume ride right in the back lot. The lazy lizard. I love to get wet. Football is right around the corner. You won't want to miss this sports package. Can you say hot? We have every position covered, from the defensive end to the tight end to the quarterback. <clears throat> no position's too tough for us. We'll give the red zone a whole new meaning with our afternoon, midday cherry dance. Our girls won't leave you red. Labor Day weekend specials all around. Let us labor over you. It's your last chance to catch Wanda Wonka and the Chocolate Factory live on stage. Her wristies are off the hook. Oops. Having the end of summer blues? Come to our special bash at the beat. Where the muff will leave you bitten. Welcome back to the Phil and Alex show. That song you heard was from Tony's podcast, The Confessionals. Uh, be sure to check his uh, podcast out, both of them, for sure. Even if you don't like the 76ers, listen to it anyway, just because they talk about basketball. The, the, the 76ers show is called In the, In the Stands? From, from the Stands. stands. From the Stands. Have you, you ever done it? From the Stands. <laughs> the Not yet, but I think we should. I think that, that, might that be would a, be a great idea, actually. That'd be a great the idea. The audio might be a little, little, little bit of a rough go, but, you know, um, trust the process and uh, yeah. you'll, you'll make it through. We could we'll just uh, interview all the fans around us. Can I ask yeah. you one quick basketball question? Yeah. Um, I heard a rumor that the Sixers were tanking again this year. Is that true? Ooh, you know what? We talked about that on today's show. We recorded that. I mean, we didn't talk about it, but I brought it up because um, I'm questioning it. I'm questioning it. Now, they won't say it because... Yeah, Ryan... because their two stars, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, they're keeping out longer and... Yeah. I don't like, know, a lot of weird injuries. Well, Joel, Joel Embiid has a torn meniscus, but he should be playing soon, theoretically. And Ben Simmons is... Uh, we don't know what's going on because the GM isn't telling us the truth. And so we're, I'm, I'm kicking around the idea that maybe he wants to tank, but he doesn't know how to go about it like the previous GM did. So this is his version of I'm tanking without telling you I'm tanking. Right, right. Jeez. Possible. We'll see. It's, but a, new, it's a new way of doing business in the NBA due to the free agency era. I mean, yeah. it's just what yeah. teams and, have and to Max, do. And Max deals too. Like we got Al Horford in the offseason. I mean, he got a max deal. He's not a max deal guy. He's not worth hell it. No, hell no. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. But you had to it, because that, there was yeah. no other way you can get him because it's someone else is going to pay it. Yeah, because right. someone else is going to pay it. I know. Now, if, there was, if there was uh, you know, three other centers that were better than him, he wouldn't have got a max deal. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But because he was the best thing out there last year, he got a max deal. Yeah. It's it, just the way it works now. it's a shame because I, I just don't like him. I don't like them. Well, either, either way, it's looking like Celtics 76ers could be a heated rivalry coming up in the next few years. I can't wait. I can't <laughs> wait. Neither can we. <laughs> 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 to be honest with you, it's been a little too long. It's longer for you guys, but... 
Yeah. Long for yeah. us too. I'm surprised not to switch gears. I'm surprised Phil hasn't brought up uh, the Bruins yet. This is where he's gonna pretend he likes the Bruins for a couple minutes, talking about Claude <laughs> Julian. I don't know. Do we? I think we have, may have a hockey fast minute on the horizon. <laughs> yeah. That's gonna be lurking. Right? You, you never know in a hockey fast doing... minute. What? Are you gonna be doing the hockey minute? No, this is Josh's baby. I don't mess with Josh's stuff. <laughs> well, anyway, I did. Uh, Tony, I did want to talk about a couple uh, college memories for those of. The people who don't know out there, we did go to the same college. All of us, actually, on the air right now, went to the same college. Um, so, uh, just to inform the audience, uh, Tony and I met our freshman year. First day, probably. First or second day, because we were in the same start team together. And oh, for yeah. those of you who don't know what a start team is, it was just like... You're better they, off. Yeah, you are better off. But <laughs> they would they would just group... Uh, the college grouped all the freshmen together in different groups, just so you could get to meet different people. Um and I don't know if you remember this, but John Thurgood was in our group. Yeah. Uh, that kid was a riot. But, um, yeah, a couple other people. But, you know, Tony and I hit it off right away. We became – I would say we became friends. And then uh, and then we kind of became friends with other people in 24 Down. We're talking Todd. Brian lived across the hall. Jeremy was your roommate. Yeah. Like it was just like a weird just happenstance that we all kind of like lived near each other. You know. So how long ago was this now? Oh my God, I don't even know. We're talking well, two thousand three, two thousand three, yeah. more than a decade. Talking thirteen years ago. Oh my gosh! Ooh, yikes! 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 When we first met, Shawn Michaels was had not wrestled yet. Again, since his back injury. <laughs> <laughs> he still hadn't found his smile. Yeah, no, there was after that. We're talking like Shawn Michaels hadn't come back from when he was out in '97 yeah. or whatever. So, Tony, uh, what was a young Phil like? And, Phil, what was a young Tony like? Uh, all right, so... All right, I guess I'll say this. When I think of Phil, Five Iron Frenzy. Yep, I was, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. That's the first thing I thought about. I used to do the, uh, the, 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 the Five Iron Frenzy yell, or, like, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I used to do I, that. I remember the very first time I heard you do that was outside the library. It was probably, like, 9 o'clock at night. Yeah. And you yeah. did that yell, and I couldn't, I couldn't help but roll, man. And, you, <laughs> and every time, I remember every time we were out in that courtyard, I was begging you to do it again. Yeah. You got to the point you're like, no, man, I don't want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I did it a few times, though, after that, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. It's a little known... Some little-known history about Philip Anderson, his love for Christian ska music. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, went into college with just, like, love and Fiverr and Frenzy. That was their last year together, I think, too. So that's probably why, you know. But, yeah, man, it's funny. I remember, what I remember most about Tony is uh, basketball, number one. We always used to play basketball all the time. I remember first first day of class, I'm, I'm sitting up in my room, and I'm, like, trying to, like, read my books, you know, do some homework. All of a sudden, he's like, I hear a basketball bounce outside my <laughs> my window because it's open. And I'm like, who is that? He's like, hey, Phil. And it's Tony down below. He's like, hey, you want to play some basketball? And I'm like, yeah. And so, you know, we went to we play basketball. Forget studying, man. Yeah. <laughs> First day, I was like, yeah, I'm going to study, you know, do all. No, we ended up playing basketball for a couple hours. But, you know. That was almost every day for me. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. We played a lot. That's that's how we met Todd, actually, is playing basketball, I think. Yeah. And then yeah. we like, he's like, oh, we live down the hall. Um, but another memory I wanted to bring up is uh, I went with you to uh, visit your house and we had like a, a stayed yeah. the weekend or whatever. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I was bringing this up to you because you didn't remember, but there was an argument that ensued at your house oh. between between uh, it was Tony and I on one side. And I, I, I want to say it's like your relative or someone, you yeah. know, like it was think, a, br- a brother and sister 
for mm. sure, and they had like a dad, and the dad was like he he thought that all music was from Satan, no matter if it was worship music or if it was whatever, and so we got in an argument with oh, his son. Yeah. yeah, oh yeah, that's why I was like, you're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, dude, I was like, dude, this, these people are nuts. And I'm like, dude, and Tony's like, yeah, man, they're nuts. Like, I can't believe that they that they think this way, but they do. So, you know. But so, of course, as soon as Tony mentioned it to me, we brought it up with him. And we started arguing with him about it. And that, that's what I remember the most. And your mom was really nice. Great food. Your dad was nice, too. One of your, uh, like, yeah, one of your family, oh, okay. one of your family friends came over. And he had a uh, license to carry and had a gun. He was a cool uh, yeah, guy, though. My uncle. <laughs> Your uncle. Okay. Um, but, yeah, yeah he, you know, not that he was – he was a great guy, cool guy. You know, I was just like, oh, cool, he's got a gun with him. That's awesome. Yeah, that's me and, um, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's where you get it from, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. So, yeah, it was, it was just a cool time, man. So, that's all. Yeah, no, I, I, I love my family. I really do. And, uh, you know, my uncle, you know, he inspired me with the whole gun thing. And, you know, I just – if I'm not at work or you know in a bank, <laughs> yeah, right. I got a, I, I got my my handgun on me, and uh, yeah, my parents are awesome. You know, my dad, my mom. Yep, they take care of me. So yeah, yeah, man. Um, speaking of uh, freshman year, there was a lot of pranks going around uh, between you and Todd, pretty much. Sometimes Brian too. But yeah, do you, <laughs> do you I, want to talk about talk about any of those? Because there were some no. pretty good ones in there. So, well, you start you start me off because I have this thing where when bad things happen to me, I block it from my memory. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Do you remember the one where we were trying to prank you, but it didn't end up pranking you and it pranked the janitor instead? Oh, talk to me. Okay. So what happened was you usually took a shower in the same shower every day. So to what Todd did is he got, you get this like red dye and he stuck it in the shower head. And you ended up not taking a shower in that shower. And so later on during chapel – or no, before right before chapel, the janitor goes in there to fill up his mop bucket. And he turns it on and, it, and like what he sees is like red water starts coming out of the thing. And so he freaks out. And so like you know, he ended up swearing at us and stuff. And he was like, oh my god, these kids are going to kill me. But, um, it was Henry. Yeah, it was Henry. Yeah, it was Henry. Oh, he was, yeah. But it freaked I, I him out. I remember that. I do remember that, but I, you know what? I, I don't remember that being for me. You guys had that for me. Okay, I got it. Yeah, well, Todd. It was all Todd. I never played, played any pranks on you ever. But I, um, I do remember um, Todd. He would get underneath my skin sometimes. Like I, oh, I yeah. love Todd. And, but and he would do it on purpose, just, I think. Oh, yeah, because that's the thing with me. Like You knew you could get underneath my skin. And, and if, you, if you were the kind of guy like Todd is where once he got you, he keeps on going and going yep, and going. Yeah, like Brian, you know, like, like he did with Brian too. Same yeah, thing. I, I'm yeah. so easy like that. And, yeah. and you know, I was just talking to Todd a couple of weeks ago, and he actually told me that you know I should talk to you about your show because he knew I was doing some shows. But um, no, I remember the one time he he did something, and like he like it was just something real minor, and uh, he didn't think anything of it. Like he turned around, like like it was everything was normal. And he went over to the desk where Jeremy was sitting to talk to Jeremy. Yeah, and I just had enough. And I, I came up behind him and I gave him this, the hardest rib shot I could give him. Oh, I and, do remember this. Yeah. And he was like, he Wait was like, minute. oh, you know, like, like, because like, I, I gave it to him. And I think he, he, um, <laughs> I don't think he hit me back at that point, but he told me it was coming when I didn't expect it kind of thing, <laughs> you know, <laughs> which is even worse, you know, because like, I'm just looking over my shoulder all the time then, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a riot, man. Yeah. But there's a lot of pranks. I think um, one time Todd put ice. And you in the shower, yeah, or snow? Yeah. Was it snow? Might have been snow. 
It was something cold. That's for sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember you coming down, coming down half naked in a towel, yelling, banging yeah. on the door, yelling at Todd to open his door. You do know, you... Um, <laughs> go ahead, continue. I, I remember, I remember this one, this one time. Do you remember uh, Tim Rivera? He was a guy that lived upstairs from us. Yes, um, yes, I do. Yeah. He he had gotten in some trouble and he wasn't allowed to be in school for the first semester, but he came back the second semester on probation, and. Uh, you know how we had that curfew that first year where you oh, couldn't yeah. go outside? Past, what was it, 12, midnight. 2? Okay, midnight. it was 12, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you're talking like you got 20-year-olds that aren't allowed to go outside after midnight. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah. Yeah, that was crazy. So, uh, Tim You talking about the he, ninja incident? Yes. Yeah, yes, man. The ninja. Yeah, he man. took his shirt off, and he wrapped it around his head like a ninja so he could just see out the holes for his eyes. And he went outside, and he's running around the courtyard trying to get security's attention because the guy who was on security at night was a, like a crazy psycho guy. Oh, uh, right? he was a douchebag. Yeah, yeah. This, yeah. this was right around graduation because they had the the field set up for graduation, all the the stands and everything. And so he's out there, and security's not coming. Usually, security's right on you. Oh yeah, and absolutely. And so I get on the phone in the hallway, and I call security, and I'm like, uh, "Yeah, there's there's somebody outside," and he's like, "Where?" And I told him where I said, he's wearing like a mask. Like he looks like a ninja. And he's like, all right. And he hangs up the phone. And the next thing you know, like a few minutes later, Tim's like right outside. <laughs> oh my gosh. He's right outside the door. <laughs> we're watching this. You see the security view comes ripping across the lawn at Tim and stuff. And Tim just takes off. And so he's running around the building and he just disappears. And for like an hour, we didn't know where Tim was. We're like, oh my gosh, where's Tim? Like, did he get him? And all of a sudden, I remember we're standing in the hallway and like the excitement kind of died off. and We're kind of getting ready to go back to our rooms. Yeah. Yeah. And yep. I turn around and Tim's just standing there. Now, if you remember, the doors were locked. Yep. I have no idea how this dude got into the building without one of us letting him in, letting him in. But he's just standing there. and He's like, I need to stay in your room tonight. OK, dude. <laughs> he stayed in my room and stuff. And it turns out that security guard chased him all over the place in his vehicle and tore up the lawn where they were going to be doing the graduation ceremony. <laughs> So <laughs> that, that the security guard that was, you know, thought he was like a super cop or something. He got he got, you know, laid into for that. Like there, there was no no restraint on his end, you know. Oh, yeah. yeah. So oh, I, yeah, I, th I think from what that. he told us, he almost ran him down with his car, too. At one yeah, point. Yeah. 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 That was that was a crazy memory. That very, was very. Yeah. Very serious business. Tracking down and keeping the 19, 20 and 20 year olds contained. Yes. <laughs> Christians. Not, not a one-man job. Not a one-man job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We would, yeah, we were all such a threat that you know we were just, something bad was going to happen. If it was, I thought if it's going to be a real uh, Christian experience, they should have just let us out into the world and just let us, you know, throw us on the street for for a couple of days at a time. See what happens. Yeah. <laughs> so to keep everybody on on campus, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Try to contain everybody, you know. Good memories, good memories. Any oh, any oh. Uh, any other thing, any other memories you want to bring up, Tony, or anything else you can think of um, worth mentioning? You want to hear a ghost story from Valley Forge? Yes, I do. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so this is this uh, happened to me, and I didn't rem like I said, and I, I meant I meant it when I said it. I don't. <clears throat> when something happens to me, sometimes I just block it out of my memory. This happened to me. Uh, at Valley Forge, and I totally forgot about it until a couple weeks ago. I did a confessionals episode with my wife where she was telling some ghostly experiences she had growing up, which is a great episode. But we wrap up that episode with a story I'm about to tell you. <clears throat> I'm sorry, I started coughing. Um, so we were at her house in Kutztown, PA, uh, and we were getting ready to go back to college. It was a Sunday evening, and she actually was at Penn State at the time, Penn State Berks campus. 
and we were watching a ghost show. And so the, after the ghost show was over, we thought, okay, let's go look at, um, look, in, look in the pictures that they had downstairs in the basement for ghosts in the pictures that they were doing in the show. And so we're looking through these old photo albums and stuff, trying to see if there's any ghosts that kind of popped up in the picture. And honestly, dude, her and I at the same time just started feeling really weird, like, like we weren't alone. And so I looked at her, she looks at me, and we express these feelings. And she's like, yeah, we just need to go. So we, we packed up real quick. We left the house. And we got in the car. And I still I, I couldn't shake this feeling. Like I felt like there was something in the car with us. And so I'm driving her back to Penn, uh, Penn State, and I'm, I'm half thinking in my head, I really hope once I drop her off, this feeling goes away. Like, I hope I leave whatever it, this is with my wife or my girlfriend at the time. <laughs> I was like, I don't want this in my life. So if I can leave it with her, that's great, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah right, right. <laughs> so I take her back to the school, drop her off, and I'm trying to be that tough boyfriend. Oh, yeah, I'm good. You know, I'm good. And I get back in the car, I start driving, and I can't shake this feeling. I'm like, oh, my gosh, like, is there something in the car with me? What? Like, it, it was so real that I was actually taking my hand and pushing it behind the seat with me to make sure there's nothing back there. Like I was scared to look in my rear view mirror to see right, if there was right. something there. I get back to the school and I run across a guy. Now it was late at night and I think they had lifted the curfew at this time because I know it was late at night. It was probably sophomore year then. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I get back to the school and I run to run into a guy. And I'm like, dude, I got to tell you what's going on here. Like I, I think it was just the feeling was so real. It was like oppressive. And so I'm telling him, and the only place I could talk to him about it that wasn't the hallway, hallway was the laundry room because everybody was sleeping in their dorm, in the dorms. So we go in the laundry room, we're talking, and I'm telling him, like, dude, like, this is what's going on. Like, it, it was just so real and, and, and oppressive. And so he tells me that he actually has a background with Wicca. And I'm like, oh, that's great. I don't know if I should be talking to you about this or not, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Traitor. So, Honestly, this is this is this is the honest to God truth. What happens next? I'm I'm looking at him and I'm leaning against the the washing machine, and this isn't Bongiorno. And if you remember the the windows, you had that those thin windows that stretched across the wall. And I'm telling him, and I'm nervous. I'm 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 real nervous. I look to my right and I look out the window, and I remember seeing two eyes looking back at me. No joke. It was um, I can't remember if it was red or a, a yellow light. But it was two of them, and it, it looked like it blinked because they both went out and they both illuminated again. And I was trying to rationalize in my mind that it was fireflies or something like that, you know. But the fact that it it looked like it blinked, they both went out and it came back on, and they were right next to each other. I, I it, it looked like eyes. I freaked out. I actually hid my head in the washing machine because I was just scared to look anywhere. This guy's patting me on the back, saying, hey, "It's okay, it's okay," and I. I wound up sleeping in his room that night because I was just too scared to go in my room by myself. My roommate was already sleeping. So I, I crashed in his room that night. And I, I think it was like the next day or a day or two later, like this whole thing was real fresh in my mind. And th this is even this gets even weirder. I, I'm in bed at night. My roommate's sleeping. And my bed was uh, against the wall with the window. Now, if you remember those windows in Bongiorno, they stretched from the floor to the ceiling. And they were real thin. Well, that, that window was at the foot of my bed. So I'm laying there. I'm nervous. I'm just, I can't shake that feeling still. I'm just looking around my room in the dark. And you got that little light on out in the bathroom that you could kind of see things. All I remember is seeing the blinds on the bottom of my bed, right at my feet, get pulled out from the window, maybe like a foot. And then just like something let go and it slapped against the window. Dude, 
I freaked out. I like wrapped myself up in my arms, rolled over and just like closed my eyes and prayed the whole time. Like until I fell asleep, like I didn't know what else to do and stuff. Yeah, and yeah, no doubt. Like that, that was just a freaky experience because like, I, I don't know what to make of it. I know what I saw both times, but I, what spawned the whole thing on was just weird because we, we weren't doing anything crazy. I wasn't playing with a Ouija board. I wasn't trying to do seances or something like that, but we just had this overwhelming feeling of we weren't alone. And whatever that, that was, it was almost like it followed me back to the school. It was, it was really yeah. weird. That's the only thing that ever really happened to me that I can remember. And, uh, but yeah, that happened on the campus at Valley Forge. And I actually talked to Dr. McNaughton about that when it happened. Interesting. And, uh, what did he have to say? Uh, he said that I was, I, I was messing with some things and, uh, we talked about some other stuff and, uh, he shared with me some experience that he had and stuff where it was pretty surreal. So, I mean, I don't know why I felt compelled to talk to him because I had never had him as a professor at that point. Yeah. 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 But, but, uh, I talked to him and he's wound up sharing with me that this stuff is real and that if you play with it, you could get burned sometimes. And, uh, yeah, it was interesting though. Very interesting. Yeah, no doubt. Absolutely. Um, so with that said, I think we're going to open up the phone lines because we got Tony here. He's an expert with Bigfoots, expert with the Sixers. Um, so I think we're just want to just open up the phone lines. Maybe some people will have um, some questions for Tony or comments or and that sort of thing. Um, yeah, Josh, are we getting any phone calls yet? Or yeah, yeah, we actually got a, oh, wow. a few people on the line already. So. See, this is this is why you come to the Phil and Alex show because we have the best fans in the world. Um, so, uh, Josh, which, um, Josh, uh, who do we got lined up first here? It looks like, uh, my call board, it's saying Luke, who, yep, yep. something about a confessional? Yep. Okay, cool. Let's, uh, let's bring him up. Hey, Luke, yeah, Luke uh, go ahead. yeah, welcome to Phil and Alex show. You got a question for Tony? Hey, what's going on? My name's Luke. Um, it's been 20 years since my last confession. Thank you, Father, for taking my confession. Uh... Okay. Yeah. Okay. I guess continue. It's kind of different, but go ahead. Yeah. Thank. Thank you, Father Tony, for taking my confession. It's been twenty years. Like I said. I don't. Uh, yeah. Yes. No. No. I. I'm interested to see where this goes. Go ahead. Uh, like I said, yeah. You know, twenty years since my last confession. Um, I don't even know where to begin. But um, I will start with um, you know, uh, when I was uh about eighteen years old, I uh. You know, I, I stole a piece of candy, and uh, you know, feel really bad about it. You know, it was a Milky Way. I, I think you're gonna be okay. I think you're gonna be okay. Oh, I really? A, yeah, yeah. That's that's nothing major. I think uh, all is forgiven. Don't worry. Cool. I think uh, I think Luke's a little confused. I think he's uh, thinking this is a different type of confessions. He just uh, you know heard the word confession. Yeah. So yeah. so what are you telling me, man? How many how many uh, Hail Marys do I need to do, Father? No, no it's. It, Tony doesn't. Tony doesn't deal with. Are that you a father so. as well? No, 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 no. I'm, I'm not. I'm so no one here's a father. No. Maybe even just a father of a child. Maybe. <laughs> no. All right. That's all I wanted. Looks like I didn't yeah, get so, what I wanted. So thanks. Sorry about that, Luke. This is this is again, <laughs> the confessions of that that Tony deals with are speaking in the uh, paranormal aspect of life this is not a uh, a catholic church where you go to confess your sins so luke we hail mary for that full confusion. of grace oh okay all right see you guys thanks <laughs> <Hey, Luke. laughs> yeah sorry we have we have confusion on time to time with the with the callers i don't know if it's an intelligence thing or if they're just misunderstanding what we're saying but you know tony's not a priest do you he's usually just... do live live 
calls on your show, Tony? No, no. <laughs> no. Well, yeah, sorry well, about that, up, Tony. Maybe we'll get someone else up, up there, here. We've got, a, we've got a doozy on the line. I, I guess this is somebody from Tony's past, from, from what, he, uh, oh, wow. what he's saying. So. Okay, cool. Um, I, I believe the guy's name is Mark. Mark, are you there? Hey, Mark. How are you? Good to talk to you, fellas. I got a question for Tony. Tony. Yeah. Big fan of the show. Big fan of confessionals. Fantastic. What are your thoughts on the new Halo game coming out? And will there be any future titles coming out for Halo? Excuse me. Before, Tony, you answer that question. Is this Mark Telesha, by chance? No, this Mark. (laughs) No Telesh. You're not having a super room inspection Monday, are you? No, we're not doing that. (laughs) Okay. All right, Tony. uh, uh, Yeah, so... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Take it away. <laughs> Tony is uh, speechless with uh, Mark's uh, comments there, and I, I, I think that is Mark Talisha. I know it that sounds voice. A lot, sounds sounds a, lot like a lot like him. Very speechless. What, what, what was this question again? I don't remember. <laughs> There's something about Halo, which. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that yeah, that's absolutely not surprising whatsoever. Again, I think it's. Uh, I don't know. It's not my realm. <laughs> All right, well, I apologize. Our callers are, yeah, are just, not they're are not, not hitting it here, not but uh, we'll not we'll try again. It. We got another another caller on the line. Oh, cool. Uh, uh, believe, uh, what's this guy's name? John? John. Yep. Okay, cool. Hey, John, welcome to the Phil and Alex show. You have a question for Tony? Bruno, Tony, Bruno, what up, man? <laughs> Philly Sports, how's it going? What's up, Bruno? <laughs> no, no, you're Bruno, right, Tony? Oh, Tony I'm Bruno. Bruno. <laughs> yeah, I got yeah, a yeah, question for you, Tony, Bruno. Uh, you know, uh, 76ers, uh, uh, what, what do you think this uh, whole trade rumors going on with Okafor? I mean, I want to see the guy stay. What about you? I want him gone. Okay, gone, you gone, gone. Jeez, well, man, I might stop uh, listening uh, to I'm your so- yeah, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, <laughs> sorry, John, just to, you know, I don't want to burst your bubble here, but this is not Tony Bruno. This is... Tony Bruno? No, it, sports? no, it's Tony Merkel. He covers the Sixers as well, so I'm sure... You know, oh, he's just got Tony's in Philly. Lots of Tony's in Philly. You know, Tony Luke, Tony Merkel, Tony Bruno, a lot of Tony's. Uncle Tony. Oh. I, I, I stand corrected. Sorry, guys. Well, uh, Mark, I'm still on the line here. <laughs> I just would like to hear some thoughts on, uh, what you, if, if you, on the next the big, Bigfoot expedition, if I could come along. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. That's great. <laughs> I don't know how I don't know how he's still on the line. I thought we cut that line, but he's still on. He's still on there. <laughs> I don't know how that happened. You're more than welcome, Mark. <laughs> Mark's a big fan. Anything else, Mark? No, well, that's it. Good to hear from you, Tony. The Thanks. fee, Mark. Mark, come back. The fee is a well for you. It might be double, so it's gonna be about four hundred dollars. Okay? Can you swing oh, that? Oh boy. Yeah, that's that's a that's oh, a couple. Of... Pull that on a counselor's salary. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's uh yeah, I think that's a couple Xbox Lives uh, subscriptions for sure. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I don't even know if Halo is still a game. Is it still a game? I don't uh, play. Uh, I think so. And uh, Josh, you're muted. By the way, I'm sorry to let you know. No, that's okay. I, Mark would probably know if it's a, if it's a game still. Definitely, he would definitely. Mark know. definitely did sound familiar. I don't know. It was a little rough. <laughs> He definitely, he, he definitely uh, sounded really familiar. 
we got uh we got one last caller here. Oh, and, cool, uh, cool. It's actually friends of the show. Oh, we wow, got, uh, cool. We got Jason and Grant. They're here. So. Oh wow, wow. Okay, cool. Hey, Jason and Grant, how you doing? It's uh, Phil from the Phil and Alex show. Thanks for calling. Hey, what's uh, what's going on uh, here? This is uh, Grant and Jason from uh, Johnstown Abnormal Paranormal Society, Japs for short. Uh, we are not Japanese people, uh, Tony. I don't want you to give you the wrong vibe. Uh, you know, we see the world very wide. And so, um, yeah, so I just wanted to call in because I heard all your stories about, the, you know, your Bigfoot, uh, Bigfoot stuff. We are ghost hunters. We, we, we also are into cryptozoology. We, uh, we have some dead deer that we've been tracking that came back to life. We have a lot of different cool cool paranormal stories um, that, you know, that we've shared on this show. Um, you know, I'm sure you haven't heard them, but uh, we just wanted to connect with you and uh, see if we could, uh, you know, come together, maybe do some investigations together. We, uh, I actually uh, saw Bigfoot myself in the Bridgewater Triangle, which is a, uh, a real, real thing. You can look this up. There's a UFO, uh, UFO encounters. Uh, I saw Bigfoot. I drew a picture of it, and uh, Josh saw it, um, and um, he said it looked pretty good. I'm not an artist, but he said it looked pretty good. Isn't that right, Josh? I did. It was uh, it was definitely a, a very good depiction of Bigfoot. That's right. It was it was an amazing description. Uh, you know, it looked like a seven year old drew it. That's how good it was. Um, does what you know? I do. Like I said, I have some UFO stories too. Uh, this one time, I um, I, I saw this UFO and it was the shape of a triangle. I was like, oh my god. The next day, brother. The next day, I go down to my local bookstore because I, I go to go get. That's where I go to get my women bodybuilder magazines. Okay. So I go down there because I really love women that are bodybuilders. That's not really relevant to paranormal, but I just wanted to say it because I like to bring it up just in case anyone else is into it. You know, I can, you know, we can maybe share experiences. But anyway. What about that triangle? It, it, yeah, so uh, uh, the, the very UFO I saw, I pick up this book. It's called uh, Bridgewater Triangle uh, Mysteries, blah, blah, blah. I open up the book. I go to the UFO section. I see a picture. It's the same UFO that I saw the night before. So this is this is the kind of stuff me and Jason do. Jason's now here. He was um, he was taking a cigarette break earlier. That's why he kind of was long winded. Nah, no, no cigarette break, brother. Just uh, just uh, had to step out, get a pizza. <clears throat> yeah, we 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 have ordered pizza for the celebration. It's still going on. Tom Brady. We love Tom Brady. We just want to say that. Uh, Tom Brady's greatest of all time. We hope to investigate with him sometime and investigate him. Um, that's more for personal reasons, but. Um, <laughs> Well, you know, I'd like to get a piece of that brain. <clears throat> yeah, we, we would like to get a piece of his brain and study it to uh, see if he is uh, superhuman because we believe he is superhuman. This is uh, goes in a little bit of cryptid. I heard you guys talk about Bigfoot earlier, and I've seen a Bigfoot. Tony, you haven't seen a Bigfoot, but I'm sure you've, you know, you you said you believe in them, so I believe in them too, brother. But I also believe that Tom Brady is a superhuman. Uh, there's something genetically wrong with him. Uh, not wrong, but something genetically right with him. Because there is no way the forty-year-old guy can look that good. I mean, he's—he's. If he was a women's bodybuilder, I would be all over him. He's thirty-nine, gonna be forty. Uh, but like I said, if he was a women's bodybuilder, look out, Tom. <laughs> you know. I think Giselle has competition. Oh, well, Giselle's good. You know, if she—if she was a women's bodybuilder, go with her too. But she's not. She's only a model. I don't have respect for models. <laughs> <laughs> Does she still model? I, I'm not too sure. Does she? I don't know. You tell me. I think she. Uh, she <laughs> I don't know what she does now. Can you imagine being that filthy rich? It's just. I uh, know like one, one day level. Yeah. I think she makes more money than Tom does, doesn't she? That that is correct. Yeah, yeah, she at, does. At certain points, I believe she probably has and probably still does. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah, real amazing. But anyway, Tony, uh, maybe we should, maybe we'll connect off air. And um, you know, sorry to cut you off, Al, but I you know I just wanted to make this connection with Tony, you know, because uh, he's another another paranormal guy, you know, so. Um, yeah, you know, so hopefully we can connect maybe and uh, share some of our experiences with, with one another. 
Yeah, send me that that uh, picture you drew. Email it to me. I definitely want to see that that uh, seven year old picture. Oh yeah, absolutely. And uh, quite honestly, I'd hate to be uh, bear of bad news, but I actually have it right here. <laughs> he's li- literally gonna grab it. So uh, I, I don't this know is how he's gonna, I don't this is the beast. This, this is the beast I saw. Um, as you can see, wow. it's it's very well drawn. Shaggy hair all the way down, and that's pretty much uh, that's it right there. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not quite Sorry, sure how he's showing you that picture through the phone, but I, he, he did it somehow. So. But you can hear the paper. I'm, I'm imagining it. I'm imagining it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Thinking, um, you you know, know. Once you see one, you've seen them all, right? Yep, that's, that's right. right. That's right. Um, except, unless they're uh, snow-covered. You know, that's been my experience. If it's snowing out, they do, they look white. And that's where the Yeti comes from. But we can talk about that another time. Sure, well, thanks. Uh, thanks for coming on again, Jason and Grant, and uh, it's good hearing from you guys. Yeah, for for Jason who has now stepped away again. Uh, thanks for having us on, guys. Really appreciate it. Uh, check out our website; it's japs.com. And uh, please remember, we are not Japanese investigators. We're just uh, two white guys from Providence. So, <laughs> Johnstown uh, Abnormal Paranormal Society, Tony. All right, guys, take it easy. Well, well, I mean, that was uh, that was quite the uh, the amount of amount of callers, and we've been. Definitely talking some scary stuff, some uh, some piece. stuff that could, some, yeah, yep. some, talking some stuff that could definitely make you uh, you know piss your pants. And uh, if you guys don't mind, speaking of pissing your pants, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, pay one of our bills right here. So I uh, just want to say, you know, ladies, do you ever get tired of having to run inside to go to the bathroom? Well, it's two, 2017, and and we're all about equal rights here at the Phil and Alex Show. Our right. sponsor for the week is the Shiwi. Shiwi is the original female urinating device since 1999. Use your Shiwi to urinate while standing, without removing any of your clothing. It's easy to use, discreet, reusable, and lightweight. The Shiwi can accompany you on every adventure. And you, our listeners, can use a promo code Phil and Alex to receive 25% off your next purchase. The first 15 people to use our promo code get a second free glow-in-the-dark Shiwi. Shiwi.com. Yeah, let me say, guys. That's, um, the first, that's the first I've heard of that. Oh, really? Because um, no, it's a real product. I've been using it all week, even though I don't really need to use me? it. I don't. I don't need to. But <laughs> if I'm going to promote something, I want to. I want to try it, right. you know, and okay. put my stamp behind it. Alex, I sent one to you in the mail. Tony, we can oh, give okay. you one too. Uh, you know, Nicole uses it. She loves it. So yeah, get on that website. What was it? Peewee.com. What was it, Josh? Shewee.com. Shewee.com. Sure the uh, promo code Phil and Alex, though. Right. Absolutely. And so when you take a pee, just think of the Phil and Alex show. <laughs> I guess so. Tony, why don't you tell everyone where um, they can find your podcast and um, both your podcasts and everything else that um, you got out there? Yeah, I mean, you can find it on different podcatchers like iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn. Uh, but you can also go to the website, which is. Uh, www.theconfessionalspodcast.com and uh, there I, I post all the shows and you can kind of read about how the show came about you can kind of see the the team that I have backing me which right now is consisting of me my wife and uh, another buddy of mine that's going to be doing narrating for the uh, for the show but that team is going to be growing soon because I'm going to be bringing on some email marketing and things like that so I'm constantly trying to uh, up the ante so you can all see all that stuff there on the website Awesome, awesome, cool. And um, if you send us a commercial of your one of your shows, I'll put them on. Um, I'll put them on our podcast as our commercials. Awesome. Yeah. So. You know what? You can also find find the uh, podcast on Facebook and uh, Twitter as well. The Twitter handle is T Confessionals, so it's at T Confessionals, and just look up the Confessionals on Facebook and you'll find it. Sweet. Yeah. Be sure to follow Tony. Check out his podcast. This They're really great. Fun. 
great episode today, guys. Absolutely great episode. Tony, it was a pleasure having you on. A lot of laughs, a lot of interesting conversations. Uh, but um, as we head out here, you can follow the Phil and Alex Show on Facebook, Phil and Alex Show. You can follow us on Twitter at P and A Show. That's the letter P, the letter N, the letter A Show. Uh, we are now on uh, funnierdie.com. We got some videos up there, so please check those out. Um, give them a funny rating for us. That would be great. Um, what else? You can email us at philandalexshow at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. And um, for Tony, Alex, and Josh, and myself, um, thanks for listening. Come back next week. Hello, ghosties. Uh, this is uh, Grant from Johnstown Abnormal Paranormal Society. And for those of you who don't know what ghosties are, those are people who like to hunt ghosts. And uh, that, you know, we are looking for people uh, that that may, you know, want to go on some investigations. Uh, uh, we, we currently do a, a di different different investigations to the swamps, the, the Bermuda Triangle. Uh, I'm sorry, I misspoke. Bridgewater Triangle. I don't, I've never been to the Bermuda Triangle. I wanted to go a long time. There was this uh, bodybuilder, women's... Uh, women's bodybuilding uh, competition down there and really wanted to go because I really like bodybuilding women. But, um, the, you know, that's neither here nor there. But um, what, what, what I'm really here to say is, uh, you know, if there's anybody out there that uh, wants to become a ghost hunter or, or go and just maybe just go on investigation or, or you know, uh, just get a hold of us. It's uh, japs.com. Uh, there is no Japanese people in our group. I don't want to mislead anybody. We are not. It's Johnstown Abnormal Paranormal Society. I want to make that clear. Okay, again, a lot of people uh, asking if we're Asian, uh, Asian ghost hunters, but that's not that's not the case. Uh, so I just want to, you know, they go check out those websites and uh, if there's any other, you know, bodybuilder women out there uh, listening to this, um, I really would love to have part of my team and and part of my team, if you know what I mean. Um, so so thank you and uh, uh, keep keep on hunting, ghosties. You look familiar. Are you from Valley Forge too? <laughs> yeah, I, w I went there. Yeah. Okay. Everybody went there. I was one of the I was one of the uh, annoyances in Twenty Four Down. Twenty Four Down. I was in Twenty Four Down one day at one time. Yeah, that's all right. right. We all well, we all kind of were actually. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you pretty much lived down there. Yep, that's that true. Year. Yep. Yeah, man. But, uh, yeah, they were. He was in Twenty Four Down after us. Okay. You know, after we had. You know, moved on to bigger and better things. They kind of, <laughs> they moved in freshman year and they just stayed there. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I wish I would have stayed down, stayed in 24 down just because the um, the price for Bongiorno just was insane. Yeah. And now I'm paying, like, I, I know. I'm glad. I'm glad I only did that one year, just my senior year. And that was it. You were in Bongiorno your senior Oh, that's right. You were above me. Oh, you were? Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. You were above me and I was down below. Wow, I, I did. I don't even didn't remember. I remember that. going up that to your room when you got kicked out. <laughs> oh, wow, no kidding. That day was a that day was a blur. That day was a blur, <laughs> man. I didn't. I don't even remember you, you even coming up. You get, if yeah, you don't you mind, go out. ahead, tell me. No, I remember it was um, you, me, um, who else? It Todd might have been Sip, there. Jeremy, Todd, uh, yeah. Figueroa. Yeah, it was like the, it was the whole crew from Twenty Four Down our down. first year. Yeah, yeah. Ryan was there. Yeah, like some of the guys were. You know, we were saying goodbye to some of you guys, and some yep. of the guys in the room were like, "Well, I'm glad I'm not the ones saying." <laughs> like some of the guys, you know, probably could have been 
saying goodbye too, but uh, he skated. Yeah, yeah. Good old Ryan. Yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah, he did, man. And he made it through too. I can't believe it. Yeah. Especially yeah. that senior year. I don't know if you knew Brian that senior year, but he was pretty. We was doing the same thing we were doing. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But he just was. He wasn't. He just yeah happened not to go out with us that night. Quite honestly. Wow. You know, like uh, there were other nights we were all out together, you know. Yeah. But that's that's a whole other story. Josh, you asked what we got kicked out for. Did I not tell you yeah, that story? Yeah, F- Phil, what'd you get kicked out for? <laughs> Yikes! What <laughs> what, what we, didn't are we, we get? The show? Uh, it's no. recording, but it's okay. I'm I won't put no. it up. I, I was gonna say you should put this on the show. Actually, yeah, you know what? <laughs> yeah, the audience. Could. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I know. I don't think I've, we've ever talked about specifically on the show about that. I know we talked about the flag burning thing in, oh, yeah. in, in detail, but um, I don't know if we ever talked about like the aftermath That's, of that. Yeah, I think we did a little bit. A little bit, not much. Yeah. I I I know why you got kicked out. I was just being yeah. a facetious asshole. Yeah. Well, it was it was the combination of a couple of different things. Yeah, we were uh, no pun intended, but we were crucified for a lot of things. So. Oh yeah. You know? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, dude, it was it was terrible. It was a bad it was a bad bad couple of years there. That was terrible, you know. So, did we, college, oh yeah yeah yeah. It was it was. I would call it a life changing experience. Oh here's L. All right, I'm gonna have to add him in. All right. Real quick. But yeah, man. Oof, that day, man. Whew. That day was a crazy day. Yeah. Yeah. So I felt like the whole school knew too, man. That's how I felt oh. anyway. <laughs> I mean, the school was less than a thousand students, and yeah, you know, yeah. they're like gossip central. Everybody knew. Yeah, absolutely. Alex, are you there? People didn't know you. I think he's there. I don't know. It's hard to tell with Al. There he is. Hey, he's okay. Hey, well, hey. The way that the way that the the school went was like uh, you know five or six people down the road of hearing the story. It ended up being like something completely different. Oh, so I'm like, sure. I, I, so I, by like five or six people down the line, it was yeah. You guys burned the flag. I would have loved. I would have loved to have known what Satan people thought. Yeah. And slaughtered a lamb on the back of the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, tried to perform a human sacrifice with the burning of a flag, Cop, and yeah. cops, came, cops came, and you yeah. had a nice little shootout with them. Yeah. <laughs> I think there was like a bomb in a backpack too, wasn't there? Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. 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 Of course. Yeah, yeah. In one of the tunnels. In one of the tunnels. Yep. Precisely. Yep. Yeah, man. <laughs> oh, man. We got, um, we got, like, we didn't get kicked out. We got suspended. Uh, I know, that, yeah, yeah. For, like, uh, three days, a few of us, because we had, uh, on one of the breaks, we, a few of us drank, but it was literally, like, between seven of us, we had, uh, three Mike's Hard Lemonades and... Like <laughs> half of a bottle of apple pucker between seven people, so it's literally just like like people took sips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Want. Even better off drinking Nyquil. Right. Yeah, and yeah. So we got we got like suspended court or whatever. But man, the rumors that went around, it was like yeah, absolutely. I, mean, I could testify I, to the rumors yeah. because I heard there was a there was a party at a motel and they got caught and there was like oh, yeah. twenty kids kicked out of school and and there that was, was nowhere near the truth. So yeah, it was crazy. Uh, 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 apparently weird. a a big rager, a big kegger right, on the back right. of campus. Yeah, then yeah, there yeah. was one that we were all wasted at a bar <clears throat> downtown Phoenixville, and Don Meyer came in and like found us, and like just all kinds of like it's like. Yeah, you mean that wasn't that. true? No. <laughs> <laughs> what was I thought Don Meyer was frequenting that bar. <laughs> he probably was. Right. Probably owns it. <laughs>